Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind. Yes, as I say, I try to bring you new ideas, enlightening ideas, you know, just to help you get through life, you know. <laughs> I, um, you know, life is very interesting. I have the perspective, I don't think a lot of people do, the perspective I have, you know, I see us on this, you know, planet here, you know, like I have my picture here of us in the middle of nowhere looking at that, and I go, hmm, okay, we're all here, you know. And I look at life as like trying to help each other get through it. You know, make the experience enjoyable. Get through it, you know. However long you're on this planet for, you know, one year, 500 years, well, 500 years, uh, 90 years, or um, something like that. That's how I see it, you know. It's one of the reasons why I do this is... Because I've gained, you know, knowledge, wisdom, stupid wisdom and stupid knowledge at times um, um, for myself, you know, because I do all these things and um, to see if they work and that, and they do. And, and to be able to help other people because, you know, I've said this before about this. This is an adventure. You know, we're on this outpost there in the universe. I don't know why we take everything so seriously because what we do here doesn't have any effect on the universe, trust me. <laughs> That's right. So... So, what are we, okay, but, you know, we, uh, I, I don't know, are told to take things seriously? I mean, who made that up? <laughs> Put your hand up, please. <laughs> right, no. This is to play. It's an outpost that we play on. Remember, I said that we are spiritual beings, and we're here on an adventure. And after we finish the adventure here, we go back home. Okay, where's home? Uh, it's actually very close, right? <laughs> it's not a long distance. Um, anybody who has passed over and come back, and that does happen, um, will tell you that. It happens in the blink of an eye. And, you know, death is painless. The physical part of the body, yeah, okay, pain, but the leaving of the body and going somewhere else is painless. People will tell you that mm-hmm. once it come back, you know. So that's what this is all about. And I've said this before. It's an adventure in playing. Children get it right? What do children do? Play until they become indoctrinated on the seriousness of life. The seriousness of life is a funny thing because, you know, we go to work to make other people wealthy. You do realize that, right? If you work, I don't know, in some place, some large company, who are you making wealthy? Other people. So you are meant to take your work and everything like this seriously. Do you think they do? No, of course not. Because you're making them wealthy, right? So to play, I'm always saying that. The more you can bring play into your life every day, don't care what it is, just be stupid, right? (laughs) Um, The more you are living how you're supposed to live and more in tune with your nature. But, you know, we become depressed by this, by that or whatever. And they're just states of mind. They don't represent your actual spirit. They're just states of mind, you see. So I encourage you every day to play with something, anything. Who knows? Play with your kids. I don't know. Anything, right? So that you can get into what you're really supposed to be doing here. Because, you know, sometimes the wrong people get in control of things. And then make life miserable for everybody else because of their own ego. And that's going on at the present time, one part of the world. So, yes. So then you must wonder, 
about your destiny then? Or do I have a destiny? Or does this mean nothing to me? Or whatever. No, you actually do have a destiny. And, you know, (coughs) excuse me, the things that come to us in our life in terms of forms of events and forms of people that have some kind of, you know, great effect upon our life that end up actually meaning something in our life. Well, you go, well, Michael, if we just be here to play, why do we have these events and things happen? It's also to help us fulfill ourselves on different levels, right? So you go, well, how's that work? It's actually very simple. You know, I believe in, you know, reincarnation. And I've said to you before that people who are, you know, gifted piano players or <clears throat> gifted artists or tradesmen or orators, you know, it's because they've done it for hundreds of years before. And, you know, we come into this lifetime and we bring those talents with us. And guess what? <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm copying all the time today. Um, you like doing these things. You know, I like music. I like playing guitar, or piano, whatever, because I've done it before. And I like doing it. Now, can I make a career out of it? Maybe, maybe not, right? Um, obviously, I've been some kind of teacher before. That's why I do this. So it's sort of like it's the continuation of, of what I've been doing in some other time. Do you see? It's, it's like, you know, you wake up of a day and there's certain things that you like to do, so you continue doing them. This is the same thing. It just happens to be hundreds of years <laughs> as opposed to, okay, one month, right? You know, or whatever. So this is why we do stuff. So you go, hmm. So you have events come into your life and people that help you do that. Right. I've had, you know, people and events come into my life, blatantly, I might add, that have put me in a direction that have been the right direction for me which is everything I've done, basically. Except, well, yes, it is. Um, And you have the same thing. And so all of us have a destiny. And some people's destinies are made up of very simple things, because that's the way it is. And some people's destinies are made up of very complex things, because that's the way it is, right? And some people have multiple talents. Okay, so I can write, I can talk play guitar, play piano, um, teach. So I have multiple talents. So I've been fortunate in this lifetime to be able to now, anyway, to use all those things. So they're all like my destinies. I have more than one, right? And things come along to me to help me fulfill that. You see? So I've been very fortunate that way. So everybody has these things. You might have a, you know, a need to help people. So I have some friends who are in real estate. So real estate came to them, you see? And so through that, they were able to help people because they're, you know, compassionate people, you see? Or you might have a, you know, I don't know, mathematical mind, whatever. So things of mathematics come to you to help you fulfill that. 
<clears throat> so you can continue on. And why? To play. To give you a sense of joy and play. I have so much fun doing this. I have so much fun doing everything I'm doing. You see? Because I was fortunate enough to have everything taken away from me a few years back where I had to start all over again because my life was somewhat, I want to say off course, but it was definitely heading towards a wall. <laughs> and something come along and says, well, put him back over there. And that's what happened. And so I was able to sort of like start with a clean slate and then, you know, do the things that, the very things that I've said that bring me a sense of fulfillment. Not everybody has been fortunate enough as me to be able to have that, even though there was tragedy within it. I have to say that. Major tragedy. But it worked its way around to where I am now. So why am I talking about this? We all have different destinies. Why do we have things come towards us? whether they're people or situations. Why? Because there is a guiding hand, if you can call it that, that's trying to guide us to what will bring us the most fulfillment. It's like, if you're going to be here, like I've said before, enjoy it. right? And so this guiding hand or force or energy, whatever you want to call it, is consistently there. I've said in the past that the universe is always pushing joy towards us. We are its creation. It wants us to be happy. We're not sinners. It wants us to be happy and joyful. That's what that is. So it pushes joy towards us. So how does it do that? It can be as simple as bringing a dog into your life that brings you joy. You know, all of a sudden you have this feeling to go to the, I don't know, rescue place one day or something and you come across this dog and the dog ends up becoming your best friend that brings you joy. This is what I'm talking about. It can be a person. Out of the blue, somebody comes into your life, becomes your best friend and brings all this joy into your life. And you do the same to them because it's reciprocal. And because the two things, the two people or the dog and the person, were supposed to meet. It was all divinely planned. It's like a chess game. The universe can see. Oh, Michael needs this. This person needs this. It is in constant awareness of where we are and what we need. Constant. You are not forgotten for one second. So then it tries to, because we're so good at, you know, ruining things, basically. We're very good at that. We're not that great at creating successful anything. So it is consistently there like a light. So it tries to, it does actually, <laughs> put joy in front of us. So it does it through events. Like you might be in a miserable job, you know, <clears throat> like most people, and you have a, a feeling inside of something that you want to do. It's like a voice inside of you. It says, I want to do this. Oh, but it's too risky. It might fail. 
I'm telling you from personal experience. Anything that you follow that's like a voice like that will never let you fail. Why? Because it's the right thing for you. That's why. But we have a tendency to do things based on reasons that don't matter. How many attorneys out there are attorneys because their parents told them to be attorneys? Or they thought it was going to make them money and they're miserable. Or doctors. Or what else? I don't know. (laughs) But you see, so for everybody on earth, there is a plan kind of thing. That's like things that would bring you fulfillment. And we always know what it is. You know, I'd have people come in to see me and they used to say, I used to say to them, well, um, well, what would you like to do in life? What, what do you feel in life is the right thing for you to do? You know, that would make you happy or whatever. And they go, oh, I, I don't have anything. <laughs> you don't have anything? <laughs> no, I don't have anything. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so then I'd say to them, hmm, if you didn't have to make money at it, you know, the thing that you don't have, right? Would you know what it is? Oh, yes. Yes, I would. I'd like to do this, but I'd never make any money at it. So, you know, I could never do it. So they live in denial their whole life of what would make them happy. Why? Because of fear, mainly. And because they don't have some kind of concrete, um, what do I say, guarantee that it's going to work, you see. This is how most of us live, right? I don't sort of live like that. I take risks and chances, and I've fell on my face a few times, I might add. But the majority of time it's worked. So all of us have things that come towards us that represent who we really are and what we really need to do in life to make us happy. That's it. You see? So if you listen to that silent voice that's inside that says, go this way or go that way or be with this person, it'll work. Now, let me add this, right? It doesn't mean that it's going to work forever because sometimes we draw things to us or bring things to us. People that are only meant to be there for a certain particular period of time to fulfill something within us. And that could be a person. You know, we might have somebody come into our life that it could be one year, five years, ten years. And that's how long the person's supposed to be there for. And But we have a tendency to want to make everything forever. <laughs> Usually out of fear more than anything. So that's how why people come into our lives. And they come in in all different reasons. They are sent by the universe to help you. Yeah, that's bizarre, isn't it? So... <clears throat> But they might bring something to you that you need that will help you get through a situation or realize something about yourself. But then like, oh, no, 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 I got to make this forever and I'll be miserable, you know, because I'm not happy with this. No. So in, in those kind of situations, you let go. And as soon as you let go, you allow something else to come in. Um, I have told this to people. Shockingly. 
<laughs> I have told people to get divorced because I can see they're unhappy. And this is what I tell them. By letting something go that makes you unhappy, you allow both people to go and find something that'll make you happy rather than holding on to something that's going to keep you miserable the whole time. That's hard for people. It's like, whoa, what do you mean? <laughs> what I just said. When you let go of something that no longer serves you, you clear the way for something else to come in to bring you happiness. Because let's say you have, you know, somebody in your life that you're miserable with and somebody else comes along that you see there. You go, oh, I really like this. I really get along with this. This really works. What are you going to do? You've created the situation that's going to make you even more miserable. Right. And so it's the same with work. It's the same with everything. Listen to the voice with inside of you. If you follow it, it will lead you to where you need to be. It doesn't make mistakes. The people who make mistakes are us. Right. So listen. So when events come into your life that put you in a particular direction, it's there to bring you fulfillment and happiness, even though you can't understand where it came from or anything like this. You know, like I said, people who are compassionate people choose careers, and the career comes along for them. You know, like I said, real estate, you know, women in real estate, compassionate people want to help, care, you see? Teachers. The work finds you. Do you see? So it's like you are this, then something comes along to match that so that you can fulfill that more. All right. Understand that? If you can grasp that idea, you're a long way down the road, believe me. All right. So... You know, I like Rumi. You know, Rumi was the 14th century poet mystic. And his teachings are wonderful. You know, the one about the guest house, you know, where you just welcome everything that comes in your door every day. You know, whether it's sorrow, pain, happiness, you just welcome it all like a guest, right? I love that idea. Yeah, I'm not judging. I just welcome it. Okay, because what happens in the blink of an eye, it's gone. It no longer affects me. Um, he has a lot of work out there. But one thing um, that resonates with me, with him, he says, close your eyes, fall in love, stay there. Isn't that a bizarre concept? And I try that every day. I just feel emotions of joy, emotions of happiness, emotions of love. Close your eyes, fall in love, stay there. Because that's really what it's all about on this plane. It's about giving love and giving caring to the people and the things that are around us. As I said in the beginning, to help each one of us through this journey, this journey called life. Whatever you give out in terms of emotion or thought comes back to you. 
So if you create that, close your eyes, fall in love, stay there. That emotion that you give out, that you end up surrounding other people with, comes back to you. I've seen enough people who give out anger, hatred, whatever you want to call it, comes back like a boomerang. And when you look at their life, you see it. It's all there. Events come along that make them angry. Situations come along that make them more hateful. They're experiencing their own self. You see? Close your eyes, fall in love, stay there. When you put that emotion out, and you put that emotion around everything in your life, everything that comes back to you contains that. Thank you.